Herzlich willkommen, and welcome to the Bundesliga Connection with Chris Harrington on the SL Podcast in partnership with DW Berlin. It's time for the latest from Germany's domestic football league, the Bundesliga. And for that, we are joined by DW Sports correspondent Chris Harrington from our partner station, Deutsche Welle in Berlin. Now, Chris... You said Bayern are known for historically great opening matches in the Bundesliga and things went uh, according to plan against Schalke there. 8-0, what stood out to you in that match? Well, you know, what stood out really is what Schalke was to Bayern and they were simply a punching bag. Schalke, you know, you couldn't ask for a better opponent, you know, for the opening uh, to open up your season. I didn't see eight goals coming, but I did expect them to score goals. They actually added two goals to their record scoreline of match day one, which was six prior to this uh, shellacking against Schalke. Serge Gnabry uh, looked brilliant. You know, the man of the match, fittingly, uh, he scored a hat trick, you know, in the eight-goal explosion. He hasn't uh, lost a step whatsoever. You know, w- one concern I did have was so much football being played. You know, how efficient would Byron look? Would they be lackluster, you know, in their season opener? Well, Hansi Flick told the team prior to kickoff he wanted them to make a statement, and and that's what they did. You know, uh, it was uh, offense by committee. Um, Leroy Sané scored against his former club. You know, I was anticipating Sané and Gnabry to be lined up at the wings, and, and uh, it was fun to watch. He actually had two assists as well, you know, uh, and he, he got, you know, a, a kind of a lifeline because Kingsley Coman had to self-isolate because he had been in contact with someone with coronavirus. So, you know, that laid the, uh, the stage for you know, basically uh, <clears throat> Sané, Gnabry, you know, Goretzka also scored. You know, it, it was a nice game. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was a nice game. Um, and it was exactly what I expected would happen. You know, I, I think uh, Bayern, you know, are are really have all of the win behind their sale they need right now. You know, Tiago, of course, is with Liverpool. Um, he wasn't missed. And uh, they even have a youngster, Jamal uh, Maisala, uh, half Nigerian uh, a, a German youngster who scored a goal. He's only 17 years old. You know, um, that was a shock to me. That was one thing that shocked me that a 17 year old scored in that match. I didn't even think he'd get time. But when you have a landslide victory, you know, obviously you want to give the youngsters an opportunity to get their, uh, you know, their feet wet, so to speak. But uh, it, it was a nice match. But uh, you know, I'm a Bayern guy. You know, I, I, a team has to show me a lot before I would pick any team to dethrone Bayern, and Bayern showed us why. And uh, speaking of picking a team that will have to try and dethrone Bayern, uh, Dortmund got off to a a solid start against Mönchengladbach, uh, 3-0 victory there. What were some of your takeaways from that performance? Uh, Fun to watch. You know, Dortmund in their victory, a very fun uh, team to watch with the core of youngsters they have. You know, with Gio Reyna, you know, he netted that game. Jude Bellingham, you know, had an assist to two 17-year-olds. You know, if you talk about attractive football and, and you see spurts of it, you know, brilliant, you know, assists from Jaden Sancho, Alan Holland, you know, uh, walked away from with the brace. This is the most exciting team to watch. You could argue that, you know, um, and, and it was an enjoyable match. It was a lot, you know, closer than obviously, you know, uh, the Bayern match. Uh, and Lucien Favre has to get things done now. You know, he's on the hot seat uh, in some regards because Dortmund have ambition, right? They want to dethrone Bayern. And I, I think uh, it's way too early to tell and compare the two sides. We have to see what they look, how they look when they're pitted against one another. But uh, uh, Dortmund, 
I expected them to come on top. The one concern Dortmund should have, really, is Jaden Sancho. Will Jaden Sancho stay? Will he go? I know what the club has said, but the window is still open, and Man United is coming off a loss. And you always, when you lose, you might look around and say, hey, who do we need Sancho now? I'm sure he's the topic of discussion right now. You know, but um, all in all, Dortmund leaves the pitch with three points with their young uh, constellation of stars. And they're against Augsburg uh, next. And, and I expect it to be a tough match, but I do expect Dortmund uh, to finish on top. But if they lose Sancho, I think they're going to be in some hot water, honestly. And, you know, you know, you mentioned Manchester United being under pressure, particularly also because every other major team in England is signing players while United is kind of uh, taking a, a, a long time to, to, to get all of their ducks in a row. Uh, but we mentioned the Premier League and much like the Premier League, it was a high scoring weekend in Germany in general. What else stood out to you on match day one? Well, I spoke on says Gnabry's hat trick. Hoffenheim's Andre Kramaric also had a hat trick to give uh, them the win over Cologne. You know, and that was a closely contested match. I mean, 3-2, you need the hat trick to finish with three points. Um, that stood out to me as far as individual performances. We have a, a new face in the top flight, Armenia uh, Bellefeld, picked up a point against Frankfurt, that was a shock to me. Frankfurt in the Europa League, of course, they're missing some pieces, but they do have some quality in attack and so on, and also between the posts. So that was a big shock. Um, but uh, Bellafield did have the lead, and then Frankfurt did equalize you know, a bit later. You know, But all in all, it just goes to show that a promoted side should not be slept on because uh, more seasoned sides in the top flight really should be leaving the pitch with all points. And um, this could be a case of Frankfurt kind of falling asleep at the wheel and underestimating their opponent. You know, um, these are the things I would say, you know, uh, are, are, are the things that hit my radar, the things that I, I want to touch on. And uh, before I let you go, looking forward to match day two, uh, what should we be looking out for? What do you think uh, ha has hit your radar as something uh, that we should be alert for ahead of the, the, the next weekend? Well, you, you look at the matchups. I mean, the matchups, we have Bayern and Hoffenheim. They're the two sides that had, you know, uh, hat tricks, you know, for each you know, uh, and I am looking for uh, Gnabry. I do expect Gnabry. That's his former club, Hoffenheim. So there's that, you know, that that extra incentive, you know, you know to uh, give it to them. And, and I expect that he will, you know, at least uh, if he if he doesn't seize his opportunities, I'm sure he'll have a few. Um, I, obviously, Bayern, I think, will finish on top. I, I don't think Hoffenheim's win was impressive enough. Um, there's another match, Dortmund and Augsburg face off. Uh, Augsburg have a history of playing uh, Dortmund uh, solidly. You know, uh, but it, with Dortmund's young firepower, you know, and, and the biggest thing Dortmund have, the youngsters on their team are mature beyond their years. You know, you could see that in the way they play the game. And I think Dortmund win this one. The one match, though, is very interesting. I think the Kai Havertz deal, we're talking about deals. The Kai Havertz deal completely changes the dynamic of RB Leipzig versus Leverkusen uh, because Leverkusen's coming off a goalish draw. And that's a sh that's not a shock because ha um, Kai Havertz, Kevin uh, Folland, also that majority of offense has left. The other players have to step up. Um, but the, all of these matchups, all of these teams left the pitch with points, so it's really about momentum. Yeah, at this point, I mean, you look at the table. Bayern, of course, on top with the, with their thrashing of Schalke, but Hertha Berlin is second. Yeah, it's so early in the season; it's too early to tell. You want to pick up a few wins, the win number two, win number three, then you have some win behind you. And I think that this is the most important part these teams are focused on right now, Bayern, Dortmund, and Leipzig specifically. And uh, definitely as the cup competitions start uh, 
adding to the schedule, it'll become a lot tougher to catch these Ws. And so uh, they need to lay a good foundation. But thank you very much for the Bundesliga update. Chris Harrington from our partner station, Deutsche Welle in Berlin, Germany. Uh, have a fantastic day ahead. Uh, you as well. The Bundesliga Connection is a team effort driven by the following incredible individuals. The show is hosted by Slu Paho and Chris Harrington. It is produced by Chris Harrington. It is edited by Simon Strella and Uli Prish. And graphics are provided by Nino Segelein.